0: G'day crew, welcome to Roll With The Punches. Oh my goodness, it is Sunday again, it is Sunday again. My name's Tiffany Cook, I am the host. If you're here for the first time, hello and welcome. It's lovely to meet you. So last Sunday, I dropped my first, my very first solo episode. No guest, just Tiff riffing, Tiff riffing. And here we are again, because I promised... I'd keep it going. Anyway, I don't know if I will because <laughs> it's really hard. It's really hard rambling on for a period of time, adding value to things um, because, well, I guess to just handball it to. It's not just ask a question and let them run with it. I've got to figure it all out. But here I am and, well, let's just do it. Now, before I start... Let's all wrap our arms around the wonderful sponsor of mine, Testart Family Lawyers. Big shout out to them. They've been sponsoring the show for the last couple of months, so you have heard me rave about them. Mark Testart is actually part of my personal network, so I know him well, and I am giving him the official tick of approval. When it comes to family law, Mark and his team are people that you can trust to make the process painless while striving to achieve what you want and need. Family law, de facto and same-sex couples, children in custody, family violence and intervention orders, property settlements and financial agreements, TestArt is in your corner, guaranteed. Check them out at www.testartfamilylawyers.com.au. All right, let's get stuck into it. Now, last episode, last Sunday, I did an episode on how to start, how to grow a podcast from Zero, like I did. And it landed very well. It landed very well. I've had a lot of excellent feedback and a few questions come out of it. So let me start this episode by saying that Sundays are not going to be all about podcasting, but I am going to dive deeper into another aspect of podcasting for this episode because of a couple of the questions I had and a couple of the topics that came up. So, Today we're going to talk about how to be a great host. That's awkward. What if I'm not a great host? (laughs) Oh, well, the fact that you keep tuning back in means I can't be complete shit. Anyway, (laughs) I want to talk about the topic because I, as you know, before starting a podcast and hosting a podcast, I'd never podcasted. In fact, I... would I just know a, a couple of different podcasts quite frequently, but not a large range. So you know, I probably only had listened to three different people run podcasts, so it's not I'm not really across all the rules about it, you know. however, one of the pieces of feedback that I got very quickly was that I was a very good host, and oh I sound like a real. <laughs> I sound like a real dick saying that. Ooh, I was a really good host. I'm just repeating the feedback, okay? (laughs) I wasn't the most amazing host in the world. Like, I listen back to the early ones now and there's definitely room for improvement. But that's okay. We all have to start off being shit before we can be amazing. And, you know, one small step at a time. I'm just hoping that I'm walking in the direction of amazing every single time I record a new episode. What are the things that I think make a great host? I've been on to a handful of other podcasts and I've noticed some things that really make the experience more challenging and therefore make the your ability to talk about what you're there to talk about a lot more challenging as well. So here are my things, here are my things. Grab a pen and paper. Have you got your little Kiki K pen? Good, good. Number one, Set the tone and make your guest comfortable. I don't know most of my guests. When my guests log on to Zoom and we're about to hit record, I have usually never met them before. They know nothing about me, so they're logging on. I have a mix of high profile or highly academic people who are used to speaking, who are used to being in the media. And then I have a mix of people who... I have nuzzled in on and who have never, ever shared the story they're about to share the first time on a podcast, they're very nervous. It is my job to make sure that they feel completely comfortable. It is my job to make them forget that anybody else is listening. There is one thing that makes this happen and that is have a conversation. The less the next hour between you and your guest can sound like an interview and the more it can sound to your listeners like they're sitting at a cafe, ear-wigging onto people's conversation next to you, the better it will be. Okay, you'll get better stories, the person will be less nervous, so the delivery will be better and it comes across in your re- responses as well. Now, when you're first starting podcasting, There are a lot of things to be aware of. For example, you have to make sure, so you log on to Zoom and you've got to make sure that your audio is right and that you've got your mics plugged in and that... The guest has their mic plugged in and their sound and then you have to hit record and then you have to control the conversation. If you're running a podcast for an hour, you've got to make sure that you guide and hold the conversation when that guest is speaking. You have to know what where you're going to take the conversation when it finishes. When you've never done this before, that's a lot to think of. So it can be very easy to switch off and stop listening While you're thinking about the next question or while you're wondering if the recording's going right or you might look at the time and think, oh, this is going really, I've already asked four questions and we're only 10 minutes in and I've only got seven questions. Uh, Stop that. (laughs) Stop all of that and listen and be engaged. Be completely responsive to what your guest is saying because that is what gets the best response from them now I've been on podcasts before where the host is fairly new to podcasting and they're running the conversation and it is very obvious that they are not listening they're hearing me but they are not listening to me and that they are distracted and for me then a whole range of things goes on my mind goes oh they're not listening is there something wrong oh should I not be talking about what I'm talking about oh am I talking too much am I not talking enough do they want me to keep going so I start to have all of this dialogue in my mind and what do you think the result is then with what's coming out of my mouth which is what all of the listeners are tuning into here here was my trick when I first started I would have a pen and paper in front of me and I still do that today and I would have a bunch of, I would have an idea of what I wanted to talk about, kind of, not a lot, but I would write down a handful of, if I need them questions. If I get stuck and my conversation doesn't flow, what's a great question or conversation starter? So I would write a handful of those things down. What I found really quickly was often whatever I wrote down, I never looked at, but it would ease my mind to know that, if the conversation gets a little bit jolted and I feel like it's I'm not sure where to go next and that and that my guest is about to stop speaking and I'm not sure what to say, then I can glance down at those questions and go, oh, this would be a really great angle. Another really good thing to do is I really love to highlight what I love about what the guest has said to me. So if I if the guest says something and I see a lot of value in a point that they've made or I can elaborate to really highlight that there's something there that the listeners can learn or that the listeners can take on board then repeat that back to them. So I, I love when when my guests have just shared something to say what I really love about what you just said then and then tell them what I heard about what they said. What that shows them is that A, I'm listening B, it validates what they've said and it makes them feel really good because they're like, oh, wow, I said something really beneficial. But C, it also brings the listeners in on a journey that they may not have picked up on, you know, a line of thought, a new mindset, uh, a lesson or a strategy that they might have missed. So that might be something you can take on board. Next, be flexible with your content, and I've covered that in the whole writing a list. There is nothing worse than an interviewer who has 10 questions and misses the opportunity to go down a rabbit hole with someone. If you're not listening because you're thinking of your next question and something really interesting comes up that all the listeners are curious about and then you just roll into the next question then you're missing a brilliant opportunity and it also shows disinterest on your part as a listener you want to be a good listener be aware of the lingo a lot of the time I have people coming onto my podcast who are experts in their space and they I'm going to use an example and it's not an example to single out one person it's just that happened the other day and it's on top of my mind Franca Licandro, Leca- so hard to say names sometimes, isn't it? Fancy names. Franca Lacandro from the Voice Use Clinic, really good friend of mine, was on the show, and she was talking about an experience she had, and she said I went and seen an ENT and a speechy. and she went to keep talking, and I said, oh, "What's an? Hang on, what's an ENT?" Because I knew that. Well, I didn't have a clue. <laughs> But I also knew that 90% of my listeners wouldn't have a clue. Franca would have a clue because Franca lives in the world of using her voice. So for I'm sure that all vocalists would be well aware what an ENT is because perhaps that's something that's in their realm all the time. Listen up for things that need to be simplified for your audience, that need to be explained in a different way. Really unpack things so that we're not leaving people behind. As soon as you leave people behind on the tiniest little detail they can they can cut off from the conversation and not really feel included so be really aware of that and explain it dumb it down Uh, brings me to my next point I don't think don't plan to be the expert don't feel like you need to be the expert there's nothing worse than a host coming across like they know everything or they have to be the expert or they're trying to show that they know things I like I don't know a lot of stuff (laughs) (laughs) like the thing I love about podcasting is I am getting some of the world's best people in to talk about things that they have studied for years and years and years and I ask all the questions I ask the most sometimes the most ridiculous questions because I know nothing about the topic and sometimes when I ask those questions I think There's probably 90% of people listening that roll their eyes and go, oh, my goodness, I can't believe you didn't know that. Like (laughs) I remember speaking to David Knopf and he'd spent 500 and something days at the Antarctic working and and he was talking about how it was dark for weeks on end and I was like, hang on a minute, do you mean there's no sun there, like it stays dark for weeks on end? And as I asked that, I was like... (laughs) <laughs> I bet you most people know that. I bet you most people know that if you go going to Antarctica, the sun doesn't come up for a period of time. <laughs> but so what? Guess what? I didn't listen at school, so I didn't know that. So I think there's nothing wrong with not being an expert. Um, I know what I know. I do what I do. And if I pretend to know things that I don't know, then all I risk is disconnection between my listeners and I because people see through that. But as soon as you try and pretend you're something you're not, people see through it and they disengage. I think that in from the feedback I've gotten, the thing that people love most is that I use simple words, that I dumb it down, that I'm just myself, that I throw myself under the bus and that I get vulnerable. And it's endearing. I mean, that's all we ever want is connection. And lastly, be curious and have fun, right? Have fun. If you as the host are not having fun, your listeners aren't going to have fun. They can hear it in your voice. So have fun. Speak to people. Be curious. Have a laugh. Set the tone. That's your job. Sometimes people are nervous, they have anxiety, they're overthinking. That's all right, but you got to find a way to make it fun and then you'll be a great host. The amount of times I have finished an episode and a guest has said, I've done a lot of podcasts, that was really fun, thank you. Or that I asked really unique questions and it's interesting. I actually even had somebody say once, you... Uh, this was I think this was a listener not a guest that you planned really good questions and I laughed at that because I was like I don't plan anything but I'll tell you right now that if I planned my questions I wouldn't be a very good host because it's where my mind goes in the middle of a conversation that dictates the question and it could be a challenge right I talked about imposter syndrome last week I mean I've got imposter syndrome right now when (laughs) when I'm doing an episode on how to be a great host, like if you've got any idea how impostery I feel right now saying that, oh my goodness, I have zero professional training. In fact, professional presenters and hosts and interviewers would probably be listening to this thinking, oh my God, she doesn't even know the fundamentals. Look, I'm going to leave it there. I hope that that was a little bit helpful. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I've got to get a bit better at these solo ones. You know, I'm just finding my way, finding my way. But thanks again for tuning in, guys. Big love. If you want me to cover some any specific topics in these workshop weekend sessions, then head on over to Facebook and Instagram and shoot me a message. Cheers, guys. Thanks so much. Big love. Thanks for tuning in to Roll With The Punches with me, your host, Tiffany Cook. Don't forget to subscribe and if you're an Apple Podcast user, drop us a rating and review because if I know what content is landing best with you, then I'll make sure I keep hitting the mark. To stay up to date with all of my movements, upcoming events, training and mentoring programs or to book me to speak at your event, then head over to my website at www.rollwiththepunches.com.au and be sure to connect with me on all the usual social platforms. Thanks for joining us.